It's May 1st, 2020, and here is your verse of the day from 2 Chronicles. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi guys, Corey here. Thank you so much for joining me. On this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you a verse each day from each of the 66 books of the Bible. I'll probably take some breaks here and there and have some different episodes, but overall, we're going to be working our way through each book of the Bible, picking out a verse that really stands out and discussing it. So today we're in the book of 2 Chronicles, and the verse I want to share with you is 2 Chronicles 16.9. I love this verse. Here it is. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to give strong support to those whose heart is blameless toward him. I love this verse. Okay, but something that's really important when we read the Bible is context and understanding what's going on in a given situation. So this verse, we can't just pluck it out of the Bible and say, okay, well, this verse sounds great. It's for me. What we need to do is understand the context. So this verse is actually spoken by a seer named Hanani. He's speaking to King Asa, who is the king of Judah. And Asa's been uh, the king for, I believe, 35 years for now, because what Hanani is going to be saying through this verse is, you have had peace in your kingdom for 35 years Because you've relied on the Lord completely. Your heart was fully His, and He strongly supported you, and you've had peace. But something's going on in this particular battle that King Asa just won. He did not rely on the Lord for the victory. He relied on the king of Syria. So what Asa is doing here... He's saying, the eyes of the Lord are moving throughout the whole earth to strongly support those whose hearts are fully committed to him. And the Lord has done that. But now you've relied not on the Lord, but on a king, the king of Syria. So verse 9, Hanani says this, You have done foolishly in this, for from now on you will have wars. And for the rest of his reign, his kingdom was at war. Yikes. So when I'm reading this verse and I'm saying I love it, it begs the question, who am I relying on? So, I mean, I need to ask, who are you relying on? Are we relying on the Lord? We need to work hard. Yes, we need to plan well. We need to eat well. We need to work out. We need to save. We need to give. We need to be wise. These are all great things that we need to to do. We can't just sit back in our in our recliners and just say I'm relying on the Lord, everything's good, no worries, life is great because I rely on the Lord. He wants us to get up and move and take action and do things like I think of Joshua when they uh when God called Joshua to basically go and take the promised land, he did he said the land is yours. I've given it to you. Now go and take it. He didn't say, I've given it to you, so kick back, relax, you're good, no worries. No, get up, go take it. You'll sweat, you'll bleed, people will lose their lives, it'll be tough. But I've given it to you, the victory is yours, go. 
So when I think of these things, I think we need to live. We need to live in faith. We need to live passionate, faith-filled lives. With what I was just saying here, we need to work hard, save, work out, eat well, take care of ourselves, plan. These things are good, but we need to ask the question, who are we relying on? I hope that our hearts are fully committed to him. That's what I want from my life. I know it's not like that all the time at all, but that's what I want to always reorient my heart back to God, back to Christ, relying on him always. So then there's the other side of the verse, which I kind of just hit on just a second ago. It's that concept of live. Did you catch what God is doing here? His eyes are running throughout the earth, looking for those whose hearts are completely his. And when he finds that person, those people, do you know what he does? He strongly supports them. That's awesome. So what does that look like? To be honest, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. I know for Asa what it meant was a kingdom of peace for 35 years. I don't know what that'll look like for you. I don't know what that'll look like for me. But I do know if I had a choice, I would love to have God's full support, right? (laughs) So when I think of God's support, I think of a few passages. A few passages come to mind, such as Acts 1.8. It says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And then I think of Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of, in the, name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Now, these verses, they're in the context of missions, um, evangelism, discipleship. But they're verses that show that he's going to be with us. He'll never leave us. He'll give us power for for these things. I love that. That's so encouraging and life giving. One more verse. Paul tells us in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. It sounds to me like God wants to strengthen us as we live our lives for Him, for His glory, for His mission. He wants to support us and all of it for His glory. So, let's live our lives for Him. And ask Him to help us have hearts that are fully committed to Him. All right, well, that's all I have for you today. I hope that verse has encouraged you as much as it's encouraged me. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking again real soon.